What's up, everybody? This is Jay, your host of No Tech Talk Podcast. I just want to come in here before uh, I start the episode. Uh, first of all, I have a wonderful guest, Money the Brand, Monica Coates, the owner of Nailtopia. Uh, it's an awesome conversation, but I just want to come in here before to kind of apologize, right, for the sound quality. Uh, obviously, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, everybody can't be in the same room. It's kind of hard to get our recordings and sounds just right. And I'm not rich, so I can't make it sound all super cool. But what I could do was tweak it a little bit and fix all of the reverberations and all the echoes as best as I could with the audio. But we did it through a Zoom call, so I will be posting this on YouTube as well, so you can kind of see our responses and you can kind of come along with us on the story. We had a really, really good conversation, but I just want to come here before to remind you as well to stay safe, stay at home, keep your butt at home, right? Uh, we're going to get through this together. I'm not going to remind you to wash your hands because you should have been doing that in the first place. And also, an announcement, notechtalk.com is published and live. So my first website is pretty cool and real simple. It's the hubs where you can listen to all the new episodes, and it will redirect you to the uh, Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, and wherever you receive them. With that being said, here is the episode called Nailtopia with Money the Brand, my sister. Hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. Welcome, welcome, welcome one all, welcome to No Tech Talk, I said welcome enough already. Uh, how y'all doing out there? This is uh, your host, Jay Costa, this is your first time to No Tech Talk, thank you for showing up and coming out. Um, obviously, me and our guest today, we're going to be pushing this out, so you're probably here because of her, not because of me, because she's amazingly awesome. Just to give you some ground rules, um, this is No Tech Talk, and the only rule anybody that comes on here or listening or as a guest is to have no tech. Doesn't mean be rude to be crazy or, you know, whatever else. If you want to, it's your life regardless. But the point is to, the point is, is that this is a safe place to where we can talk about real issues, real topics, and have a real discussion without having, be, having always be politically correct. Okay. And so uh, just to kind of give you a definition of uh, no tech or really tech is, um, you know, I'll give this example. You know how you in like a room, you know, somebody walks through the room and somebody like, let's just say like their breath sank or something, right? Every, usually people will just let it happen and talk about them behind their back, right? Yeah. We all have that one friend that even if they want to despise you a minute, hey, bro, you need to fix it. We're happy to do it. That's just a small example of like, why I sit there in the room, you know, they breast smell like onions that you came from Chipotle. Just give them some gum, right? It, it, and it, that's like a, a minor thing, but then it goes up to like, you know, real issues, family issues, life issues, you know, dealing with like your your boss, just not really just being bogged down by things that you know that you can change, right? Right. So with that being said, I'm going to put the applause right here. Welcome, Monica. For you people out there that don't know, Monica is my sister. Yes. Hello, hello. Right. That's not why you're on here, though. <laughs> People think, oh, he's just having his sister on. No, I'm having my sister on because she is an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm sure that everybody can have some, well, will have something to glean from this uh, podcast this time, right? Um, Absolutely. Also, also, too, uh, I'm not sure the sound quality might be a little bit different than usual, but we are on a Zoom call. So this will be on YouTube as well if you want to see how pretty my sister looks. This will go on the YouTube page. Uh, so everybody's adapting. All the podcasts that I'm listening to, they're all adapting to some type of conference call, Zoom call. So we have the show must go on, and we will knock it out. Okay. So yay, welcome. Yay, How yay. you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Living the dream. I was actually talking about myself because I just had Chipotle. My breath stank. <laughs> right. <laughs> just had the burrito bowl, and it was delicious. Uh, so how has uh, everything been um, going with you in this whole Corona thing? Like, how have you, have you adjusted just in general? Um, everything has been good. Uh, the adjustment is actually not having anything to do per se. Mm -hmm. There's one thing to be off and have so much options to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can go here, there, there, travel. But when you off and you literally probably can't do anything, it's kind of like, it's it's not fun and when i'm losing my primary only source of income okay so that's rough and so maybe i'm missing something we got the 
for for one, no, let me back up. Let me give a proper introduction. The owner, <laughs> okay, owner, co-owner, owner, which yourself, right? CEO, founder of Nailtopia. She got the shirt on, right? Now it's spelled what is Nailtopia. Okay, that's genius for one. Uh, Nailtopia in Birmingham, Alabama, more specifically. So if you're in Birmingham, listen to this. You got, got, hey, she's the only one. And it's funny. I thought about this too because I think every now and then, just like guys like go to different barbers sometimes get their hair cut because mm-hmm. one might not be doing it. I feel like it's a lot of people that might be listening that they have a nail person, tech, whatever they go to, but it's not like they're not like mm. right. It's just you know, get the, the job done. Yeah, and you see all these people like tag your favorite nail tech or whatever, and then you have like eighty thousand comments. But do people really go and check? I don't, I don't do know. People really go. Is the <laughs> people ask that question all the time and yeah. don't really show up. They don't. You know, no they matter just... what the recommendation is, they end up um, money talk. So they end up picking mm. maybe something in their price range or location mm-hmm. convenience is a big deal but i try to provide an experience that way no matter what it costs and where it is you want to get to it now a question so like for me i think we talked about this before as far as the experience like we i think me uh lj was talking about this so like hey I, hey man come give me a taper 1.5 whatever and they start doing all this extra stuff washing man. my face you know, give yeah. me like one dude try to give me a massage. I'm like, nah, dude. I'm it wasn't like his hands, but it was like some little tool or whatever. I'm like, I'm good. Like, just give me a cut. And so that's them justifying the price. So how do you? What's your experience like? And how does how might it differ from uh? Um, I don't just do stuff for the money. Mm-hmm. I do stuff that is on um, based on a need base. Okay. Um, number one, based off the customer. Me. Well, yeah, number one priority for me up outside of all the fancy schmances is the care of the actual nail. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what the end product is, if it's something wrong, I'm going to call it out. Now, it's up to you whether or not you pay for the treatment, get it done, or go do it yourself. But mm-hmm. um, I've turned down people due to lack of them caring for the nails because I don't want to be responsible for your that because that's could cause health problems. We're talking yeah. about the needles, you know, it's the entryway for disease and all that other stuff. So you try to keep my name clear of any of your bacteria or you know infections. Mm-hmm. And so if people don't follow certain things, depending on how bad it is, I just say, hey, don't come back to you and get that together because yeah. I don't want my name tied to that, you know. And um, but I don't have to justify. To me, I don't feel like I have to do things to justify my yeah. price. Okay. Because I feel like over the time it's spoken for itself. So how and did I you even get? People... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. How did you even get started with all this? Did you grow up one that being like the, I guess the service industry and having your own business and doing things like that, or did it hit you like a no. ton of bricks? Everybody's story <laughs> different. I actually wanted to do nails a long time ago, mm-hmm. but once I hit a certain point in life, it was more so like, do you get a job or chase your dream? Mm. Right now, income, or do you, you know, because at one point, being a service professional, yeah. especially in the beauty industry, wasn't top on the list at the time Yeah, in high school. that We're talking about 15, 16 years ago. No one was saying, oh, I got to go get my nails. And that was mm-hmm. the absolute, it wasn't, it was still considered a um, an added luxury. It wasn't okay. like the hair thing. Not like the every two weeks, got to get whatever right. done. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I, you know, it was basically like, you can't get no money like that. Go get a job. Mm. And then once I realized in my career path, I was chasing different positions mm-hmm. when it really, I just didn't want to be there no more. Yeah. It started to hit me heavy like that. Like, okay, now. Getting uncomfortable because you're not doing. Yeah, and I remember that's something that really surprised me because she had like a really good good job with the city, holding it down. Mm -hmm. You know, getting all Mm -hmm. the good stuff that comes with that. Ten years. The first, yeah, and the first thing I thought about was, well, it's kind of inspiring for one, and then because it's hard, and I'll kind of go into that too. It's it's really hard to take a chance on yourself, 
especially when everybody's saying, I mean, you can say uh, things like artist, a barber, I don't know, music, musician. Any a, independent But the returns, the returns yeah. always better because let's just say, hey, I want to be a rapper and you only got 1% chance to make it. But w- what if I do? <laughs> I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Now yeah. it's like zero to one. So I think the risk reward thing is a, a big deal. And so like, some people, I always base like this. Some people are like, all right, cool. I want to stay right in the middle, make this check, yep. da, da, da. Or even if yep. you are going to make millions of dollars, they might do it the, the college route. Like, the I'm going to get my super yep. PhD and spend 10 years of my life, right? But right. this is like a kind of like a niche, like a sweet spot to where all you have is money to brand, right? All you have my is yourself. Your, you know what I'm saying? On top mm-hmm. of having a family, on top of you know, just living, social life, whatever, you know, all the things that come with living. Um, yep. That was that was such a big deal. And especially coming from our family, that, it was like, what? You know, it's like, I think everybody, um, hey, <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, I guess, an Asian family, uh, um, somebody coming from outside the country. When you come to the States, they expect you to be like a doctor, lawyer or whatever yep. and so like they take chances on themselves and a lot of people that i know in the in, like, I, I know in the industry, know of in the industry um they all said the same thing you know like i was supposed to do this i was showing for my family not that you got shown but showing for my family and then no but i, I had I to prove shown, myself hey i got looked at like what the hell is she doing you now know? now, now we were just having a conversation now everybody swears by it my nails last forever they don't right. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Now, but where was that, you know, before? Well, yeah, and, and see that I I did not expect that. I did not expect people to to see it. That's mm. why I didn't go into it ten years before that because mm-hmm. I'm like, I ain't no way in hell I'm gonna be able to do this. And my folks gonna be looking at me crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And the standard that was already set in our family, like you say, is kind of like, hold on, now you finna do what? Mm. You know. We had, you know, our siblings and yourself and all of us, our parents, you know, they, the expectations wasn't here. Yeah. You know. So it was almost like, ooh, I'm going to have to break the news. Oh, yeah. um, I resigned. I'm about to do nails. Excuse me? Yeah. You know, 20-something years old, late 20s, (laughs) and it's like, you about to do what? Because that's that's what I'm saying. That's a move you might make early 20s, right? Right. Okay, right. and then it's like, right. all right, you kind of a stab, you got shit, you know, you what's going on? Real I, 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 still think, I still think that's really soon because a lot of people don't realize uh, or even take a chance on themselves about their passion until late, yep. way later. And, yep. they, and they come out with these books and everything else. Well, I should have took a chance on myself. I wish I would have did this 10, yep. 20 years ago. And it's like, we'll, we'll do it. And I, I think about the uh, J. Cole all the time. He's my favorite rapper, just in case y'all didn't know. But, uh, you know, he was begging people. Uh, I think his dude's name was Muhammad or something for the rent in New York City just because he wanted to be close to Jay-Z. And it's just those mm. moves. It's just those moves that everybody won't always agree with. This podcast, <laughs> people are not going to agree with it. Just the concept. Or understand it. You know what I'm saying? And so... I think, but what I was, when I had my mindset on this, it was just doing something for me, and this is my passion. And I, I mean, I hope it makes money. You know, if you want to be a sponsor, anybody but, come on. No, listen. I'm just saying, like, it, that wasn't my thing. That, yeah, but see, if you can do it right now yeah. with this much passion, without a dime other than your own backing, mm-hmm. trust and believe God gives you a gift, and he makes room for it. Mm-hmm. So You'll be surprised how that yeah. works. He'll be like, wait a minute. So, and I couldn't believe at the response when I finally said, I'm going to nail school, you know, y'all come by the house so I yeah. can practice. Who would, in the airport was big. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I do know I'm in school. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm learning the proper way. I've been doing stuff at home, but yeah you know that many people and to me it was maybe about six or seven but you understand when you That's start now it's hard to yeah it's hard to come by one so i yeah. was like oh say are you on and, and believe it or not out of probably those six or seven i still got six probably still with me mm. and that spoke volume on them and i guess the type of 
maybe a mixture between the person that I am and the service provided. But, you know, I, I thought that was huge because when you step out there, you, the fear of unknown is the biggest thing. Yeah. Is this going to work? Am I going to fall flat on my face? And I, the, the biggest thing I tell people, hell yeah, you're going to fall on your face. Yeah. You might fall a couple of times. How you respond to the fall is like, okay, so what you going to do about that? Yeah. You know, that didn't work. Now, wiggle away. Do this yeah. this way. You got to, you know. And so you'll get, tell I, what I need I, some of that, though. What, what was the process? So, okay, cool. You just graduated from school. Right. Yeah. So now, where's, where's your mind at now? Like, I, I kind of want to start the process. So, you know. Cause I, was it always a Neotopia in the head or is it? It right, was just... always a Neotopia in my head, okay. whether or not. Okay. So when I first finished school, it was more so like, I'm on my own today. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm done with school today. <laughs> Had to get your reps in. Well, yeah. And then when you understand climbing a ladder, mm-hmm. it's a different chain, you know, from associate VP, you know, Oh. So you climb your own ladder. So if you down here working on a certain level, trying to become Neotopia or the owner and all mm-hmm. this other stuff, you still got to come down here and be a booth renter or uh, a shop commission-based person. You know, yeah. you got to, it's levels to it. And some people are blessed enough to jump out there, but I do believe absolutely wholeheartedly every step that I've taken from working in certain salons with certain people got me to this point. Okay. So- I wouldn't have wanted to do it no other way now that I know what I know because I got to see great examples, bad yes. examples. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if you, you, you're a fool if you don't take something and take something from each situation and say, I won't do that, but I will do that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm going to use that, you know, because you, if you're not learning, there's no point of going through that process. Okay. And you know what not, I mean? we're not even going to talk about like the, I'm sure the drama that comes with it all. Yeah, um, drama, but if I focused on the drama, I wouldn't yeah. be where I was. Yeah, I don't give that no life. Because I remember talking to you, I didn't even know it was that deep at first. Like, it's a whole, like, it felt like it was like an underground of Birmingham, like, because you, because you got, it's everybody, like, all inclusive, you got the the barbers and some barbers like hook up with hairstylists and hairstylists might know this. You might have like a Click. lash tech and very like clicked a whole, up. Oh man. And, clicked it, and, up. and I feel like everybody says their city's small. I don't even care if it's care if it's New York city. Everybody was this from somewhere. Oh yeah. Birmingham small. Oh yeah. Yes. Austin, yeah. whatever small. Right. And so yes. um, if you've been there, I say about five plus years, you kind of know the people it's yeah. going to be where and da, 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 da. Well, um, no, I, I don't. I don't, I don't mm. have a beware type tone because I'm tunnel vision. Yeah. I say, you know, I ain't say I know you was it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I try not to even, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to get caught up on what other people are doing because okay. that'll mess you up. You What's know, some of the stuff that you didn't like want to get you, caught up you in. Shouldn't, you should listen to podcasts in order to gain stuff. Right. You shouldn't listen to them in order to say, Oh, I ain't gonna mess with them. Oh, I ain't gonna listen to them or feel like that's your competitor because what you bring to your, you know, your podcast, your listeners or mm-hmm. viewers or have you know, that'll be strictly the way you do it. Can't nobody do you better than you. Right. I'm no matter myself. how saturated a market is, you cannot be outdone on you. Mm. Period. So when I started sticking with that mind frame, I was just, I, I was head on then. I was like, all right, you gotta, you gotta, it's time. Mm-hmm. And I started getting uncomfortable again. Like I said, it's levels to it. I'm doing exactly what I want to do now. And then I started getting uncomfortable. I'm like, why am I uncomfortable now? I'm doing mm-hmm. what I want to do. And it's cause I'm in people's, you know, space that wasn't mine. What and was uncomfortable? So it's just because y'all was so close. Like, what was what was uncomfortable? No, about not it? the physical space, but okay. the more mental. Like, I need to be doing something else. This ain't it. Really? Yeah. So what was What's that like? Next? So you went to the, you made the decision. Was- that had to suck. <laughs> yeah, I branched out. Uh-huh. Huh? I maybe I. But see, no. Yeah. At first, I was. Yeah, I thought it was uncomfortable at first i was like wait a minute this ain't supposed to feel like this i almost feel like am i done Mm. is it time to do something else and then i realized no it's time to go to the next level some people can go into a salon full of 
um, barbers or uh, other nail techs or mm. other um, hairstylists and be a nail tech. That wasn't, like I said, they want a school. I was always wanting to be my own. Okay. But I think being comfortable in other positions allowed me to get comfortable longer. So when I finally did get uncomfortable, I had to make a move on and get my own. You know what I mean? And it yeah. took me a minute to feel it. But I'm glad I did. The lessons learned. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a difference. Um, what's the word? I don't know if this is a personality type, but I think that if you were kind of bred to be like a leader, everybody can't have a successful business because there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot involved in getting the building, the sign, the, the materials, vetting people. I mean, I can only imagine what you went through. And it, it, it tells a lot about you um, as a person, right? Mm -hmm. Because... Mm -hmm doing I, I, even like you're getting a degree the degree isn't what gets you there right the student mm -hmm. paper is not what gets you it's the four years it's like perseverance that, that's all they're buying into in my opinion no you know what i'm saying it's just okay all right you was able to stay up late do tests and then you stuck through it this and the third or you pretty much paid for it right yeah. same thing with the military. i tell people all the time that uh used to be under me um when people see military in a resume you got the army they don't care that she was in the army. They just know that you can deal with the BS because they know the army is crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> they know Absolutely. that the army is inconsistent and a lot of jobs are like that. Hey, you should be able to adapt in two seconds. You should be able to do this in the third. That's all that they see. Yeah. They can care less about the country. Most most people are like, oh, thank you for serving. Mm, you know, but I appreciate it. But you got to know, kind of know where people are coming from. So let's talk about the dark side of the business, right? <laughs> we'll talk about mm -hmm. the business in a second, but one thing we talked about prior to this was uh, the support aspect on, we're not even talking about financial support. We're talking about just, I know- um, Whatever support looks like. Yeah, like how did, yeah. what does it look like for you and what, did, what stories do you have with people like, I'm not trying to get in the dirtiness of it, but like it had to be like our friends lost situations or stories like to get to where you are, because this is a milestone for sure. And it can't be all rainbows, right? It's not all rainbows and glitter. It's um, <laughs> the, the hard part is when you're make like when you're making um, you spent four hours on a set. Mm hmm nails and you walk away with $30 you know okay. so in, in in essence I technically still made what minimum wage an hour yeah I leave you know in your mind you like so I left that job uh -huh. for this so, you know what I mean yeah and it's like I spent one person four hours <sighs> knowing I can't charge four hours you know yeah. Per hour, you're talking about thirty dollars. That was literally what eight dollars. Somebody, yeah, I was about to do the maybe math. Maybe <laughs> seven dollars. So I sat there for four hours and only mm -hmm. get paid seven dollars. That's like a a, a a dark side. Um, support was not a thing when I first started. There, mm -hmm. not from the people that I expected from most. It was pretty much strangers. A few friends straggled mm -hmm. along. Uh, family members caught on very late, you know, stuff like that. And I still um, sometimes struggle with that. But when you realize that you have to, it takes you to continue to know where you are personally. Mm -hmm. That way you won't get affected by, by the person in your chair. You know? Okay. That's hard for because, me. <laughs> well, yeah, no, seriously. You'll get caught up, so caught up in who it is on the other side of your support that you'll miss out on the blessing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it don't be, and it will never be the closest to you first. It's always strangers. That's proven mean. Why you know, is that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. But it, it, the reason that being is because people so close to you feel like they got it all figured out. You know what I mean? Mm, they feel like they can just you know. do anything to you and it'd be okay. Well, but the strange. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, with the stranger just coming in, it's like an enemy. The enemy has no reason to do anything for you. So when you come to your enemy and say, "Hey, I got this for you," then it's like, "Oh wow!" That's like I think that's in the four laws of power. 
It's mm-hmm. like, uh, why is he doing it? So then actually their guard is up and they want to do more for you because you actually came with them or something. But if you come exactly. with a friend and it's it's always strings attached and it's like, well, I can just chill out. Like, if you, like if I was to come work. Exactly. Right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that family thing, like never hire family or whatever else. It's just like, you know. Well, yeah. And, and sometimes you got to be able to establish family, not by the blood, but by what you've built up. Mm-hmm. Friends based on not longevity, but for what you all have built up. Yeah. And I started to embrace those that did support no matter what type of family, you know, anything, because that was like, okay, that's all I asked for. You mm-hmm. want somebody that's going to be good to you regardless of where they come from. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm providing you a service, but in the meantime, I don't want to be dogged out. I don't, I want to be appreciated. You know, yeah. I want to be, um, I want you to smile. So for me, I want you to smile when you leave my chair. Mm. So when did you start seeing? When did you start seeing that peak? Like you noticed, like, oh yeah, it's coming in, right? When did you start, start really start seeing it? Do you think it was like a lot of from social media? You know, because you you go real heavy on social media, as as, as every business should, or is Absolutely. it more word of mouth? Or when did you start seeing that big outpour of just like, hey, I'm next level, like I'm vetted, right? I'm I, I'm, I'm in this thing. Um. <laughs> Social media helped open the door, but word of mouth was the biggest ever. People mm-hmm. be places and they're like, oh my God, who did your nails? Mm-hmm. Me? <laughs> For real? Yeah. You know? I think I've even been approached every time I come home to Birmingham. Ain't you, ain't you, Moni, brother? Hey, yeah, she yeah. did my nails. Like, it happened like almost every time I go home. And you see, know? that's the type of, that's support. That's yeah. the stuff I'm looking for. I'm not, look, my support used to be, if you ain't coming to me and getting your nails done or or whatever, sharing my post, then you're not supporting me. Mm. But I had really found out that sometimes you don't have to come to me to support me. If you tell people, well, my friend does nails, my auntie does nails or whoever, mm-hmm. that, thank you, that was it. That's all I needed. Okay. You know, when you are out in, um, I've noticed even you, Mm-hmm. Hey, hit my sister for real though. She got you, men and all. And I'm like, that's support. You yeah, I tag you in everything ever, I see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you personally don't have to ever come and get a manicure or whatever you know men like to get ever in life. But the fact that you took it upon yourself to tell your um your wife's sister friend yeah. about me, you know what I mean? That means a lot. Um yeah. when people say Oh my God, I like your nails. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, on social media, and they say, Yeah, I'll check her out. They have, a lot of those people do me like that, has never sat in my chair. Mm. And they'll say, Oh my God, I love your work. And they'll share it. Yeah. Or they'll be tagging people, <laughs> you know, like, Hey, go see her. You know, those famous, I'm looking for a text. And I'd be so full, and I'm like, Wow. Like, thank I have, you. I haven't even met you, dog. Like, <laughs> I have never met you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I appreciate the love. Goes, yeah, and see, believe it or not, at first my family wasn't all on board, but I can't mm-hmm. say they was all. I didn't get, never feel like my parent, my family or parents were weren't supportive. Yeah, but I was concerned that they were like, "What the hell is she doing?" But you can always tell, like you know, you say, like, "Oh, we got your bag." Da da da. Yeah, and they, and the, you know, you can tell. And they the think way y'all else. have been coming through, like. You know, when they really, really see the vision, mm-hmm. you know, when y'all really saw the vision, it was y'all all gas, no brakes. Like the stuff that y'all, you know, bought and uh, yeah. thought about me on and, hey, I saw this or I tagged you in this. Look at this, you know, and, and the fact that my family thinks about me when they see certain stuff, mm-hmm. like to me, that's support. You get that's what I'm good. saying? Yeah. It's a different form. They know you didn't come spend or no, you didn't do, but you actually said, hey, I saw this, you know. Yeah. Or um, you need help, or can I clean up, you know. You know how, you, and then we so spread out all over the state. It's kind of like, I still can feel the support. Really? Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. I think, yes. it's, I think it's a, um, it's a period to where you have to, you're not like, you're not on purpose, but there's a point to where you kind of have to prove yourself to yourself. That makes sense. Okay, and so 
you dead on. right <laughs> so dead you, on. especially you know especially like our dad like we, we know it's we always kind of like want that okay that, that nod you know like that whatever but you know you, you need it because you know what you're doing what you're undertaking is something might be a little crazy off the rim or not status quo but you know it's also your passion as well and so mm-hmm. and taking a chance on yourself how did you how did you maintain that drive or, or was it a roller coaster right how did you keep that drive Man, to keep going forward what was that like i gave up by 462 times in my head mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'm like man hey i've got proof i i took a okay. screenshot you know the memories come up yeah oh yeah facebook Man, gets you every let time let me tell you something <laughs> the memories that come up on facebook i saw a screenshot where i posted and i said wide open today Mm. On a Saturday, and I said, bookings available. I looked at that, and I looked at my Tuesday and my Saturdays, and I'm like, <laughs> mm. that's why I didn't give up. I don't know why then. And then I was, I was like, look, you know what? I ain't got but two clients this week, so I Man. think I'm going to call it quits, dog, but this ain't for me. I had friends that would lie. They would. <laughs> sorry. I was, I was that was saying like especially like I had a, a tattoo artist that was a friend in mm-hmm. Birmingham and he would lie. Just got done with this one because who's gonna go to the first 10, 20 tattoo art? You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's gonna come what? out and be like, hey, I'm fresh, just trying things out. No, dog, like I need you to do at least a hundred tattoos when you touch my skin. But think the thing about it is, even when I was personal training, and I, I used to put on there as well, hey, two slots left, da 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 da. Now, and I started adapting it. I'm telling you. It works. Something yeah. about demands, about being. C- creating that demand. Somebody. Yes, I created my own demand. And yes. I started saying, I got so much bookings available. I'm talking about, say, for instance, I spent like 400 some dollars on supplies yeah. easily. And you. And when you expire to do great, because it's, it's really a passion, mm-hmm. so you ain't spending no cheap money on your passion. Right. Your microphone probably costs more than, you know, right. <laughs> most things that you purchase. So you get what I'm saying, and you mm-hmm. take that sacrifice, and you say, I got to pour into myself, because I can't expect them to really, you know, come to me if take I ain't really spending. Right. Right. And I'm about $2 nail polish and try to come up with a, a $50 no. look. So Not gonna getting them in that door... For whatever means it took them to get there, but Man, yeah, right. I, like, I hate to tell y'all, I'm sorry. I said I only have one more spot left for Friday, Boom. And I, or I would post my book, and I was like, you know what? Let me make it look like they're gone. So if somebody would call me, I'm like, well, I can work you in. And you having that same conversation with ten other people, <laughs> you know? Already- <laughs> yes, That's because listen. it was almost like, oh my god, so people are booking with her, and I, and then before long, they were able to see. And so it, my work started speaking for itself at yep. that point. And then I got better mm-hmm. and I got better. And the, and the thing is for me, is continuing education. Okay. Yeah, you got your license. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm learning. But if you don't keep up, you're going to be left behind. People mm-hmm. get tired of the same old, same old. I get tired of the same old. So what, how, does, how do nails evolve? Like, because I, I don't know nothing. You know, you expert, obviously. <laughs> I only, my wife don't even get her nails on that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I, I noticed it, uh, the designs, and you know, they, they get really extravagant. I didn't see stuff caked up on there. I didn't see them connecting, ABCs, rainbow. <laughs> but like, how does, and, and it's funny because, and nothing wrong with it, you know, I ain't offending nobody, whatever. But whatever. I've, um, I've tagged you in certain things that'd be like super extravagant. And right. you'd be like, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that ain't it. Yeah, because it's just, it's like, you could just tell, like, somebody's begging for attention on a nail. Right? Well, yeah, so here's the deal. You've got fantasy art nails, which okay. is the stuff you normally see that has uh, stuff attached to it or hanging. Okay. Or, you know, they're doing Like cosplay or something. Yeah, just stuff on it. Like okay. the COVID nails you've been seeing lately, yeah. where they actually did something 3D and hanging off the nail, or they super long those are like fantasy art nails mm-hmm. meaning typically that's not an everyday set that's literally for a, a special occasion for the attention okay. yeah well no for the attention to literally bring bugs to yourself to say i'm gonna do this set you come here sit in my chair yeah 
Yeah. I need to do this extravagant ass that <laughs> to bring people in and go viral and be like, if right. she can do and that, then I know she can do this. That you know. There you go. Okay. Um. Then you got the regular trends, which are um, you know, stuff like glow in the dark. Oh. It's not that extravagant, but it, the acrylic glows in the dark. So now you that's a trend. Mm-hmm. Um, ombre nails, that's a trend where two colors meet or two mm-hmm. or more colors, you know, meet into each other. Um, it's so many different trends. Encased nails, okay. where you encase something under the enhancement. What? Flowers. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Anything. So do you ever have, like, special have, orders? Um, do you have to go and get materials for like a person you would hey, be like i want like a, a fish tank or something i want idea. them to okay. I, i've been asking people to step out of this comfort zone of give me new polish and i'm gonna go home yeah i really i my mind's so out there i want to do all type of stuff mm-hmm. so, i want to be you know the extravagant nail girl but i have to get the audience yeah do you, you know. do you have male clients um i have you have had them have you had uh oh i think it's going out it don't matter it's still a recording do you have um hetero okay so you have heterosexual clients or have you had them before yeah that's the thing for me too like obviously you might have like a a, uh another type of guy feminine guy you're right yeah i've had a feminine guy i was wondering about that because i think you did my nails one time it was cool i think you buffed it and most men get manicures now um i don't know I, I see. I saw a post the other day, and it was like, um, "This." If some girl was like, "How dare you think a a guy uh, getting his nails done is gay?" I don't think it's gay, but if you gotta go once a week, once every two weeks, it, it it's it's a blurred line. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just just me, you right? Nothing wrong with being gay, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like I know. Well, I, go ahead. <laughs> it's a preference. Cause I mean I could do it myself if I really wanted my nails yeah. to I mean I keep the dirt out you know I wash my hands yeah. you know I drink water See, all that good type of stuff I'm not finna get like a yeah I don't yeah, need it to glow or nothing absolutely but, not yeah <laughs> most men that come to me have come on the pedicure sense just to really sit, really yeah really just to sit in the chair and get the you know the massage chair is really okay. about that are they coming with their girl or they just come by themselves. It just depends. So I go Most my girl. I'm justified. It's like holding the person tomorrow. I'm justified, dog. <laughs> well, that's what they want. Most okay. men do want to come with that girl to get get a feel for. Um, like when I took Dad on his first one, he yeah. was like, "Oh wow, I like that because mm-hmm. it's not it's it's really not about the um the way it looks. It's more mm-hmm. about how your feet feel. Okay. And I try to get men to open their minds to that. You you don't have to get polished. You don't have to get none of that, but to actually get your feet soaked, massage, it improves mm. circulation, blood flow. If you stand on your feet, you in steel toe boots, you're, you know, like Elder, I said, you're a nurse, you stand on your feet 12, yeah. 14 hours. Your feet is kind of like that uh, focal point. You know, if, noticing, yeah. if, you're, if your feet are cold, you know I'm not cold. Mm. So if you take care of your feet, you can kind of improve your overall circulation and health. That's a proven fact, not what I think, but a fact. So I push that to men because it's not not for a selling point, but if you really think about it, if you take care of your feet, you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and, it. I've and, heard of a lot of construction workers uh, having to they do need that. It. Yeah, it's the necessary. The steel can these feet up. Yeah, I think one of my friends in the army uh, back when I was at Fort Campbell, he got one because he went like a 16 mile ruck mark, something stupid like that. Pretty much you yeah. got like a 30, 30, 40 pounds in your back and boots and you just hoofing it, you know, right? Wow. And uh, I mean, I, I, I've done 12 multiple times. I never went over that, but um, my, I mean, you got the splint, not splinters, but the, uh, what's the little sore spots you get? Hot spots? Callus. Cal- well, not callus, yeah. it's like the, uh, man. Blisters. Blisters. And so like, yeah. you have to know your hot spots, right? And so, you put you got what we call a mole skin, and I put it on where I know because you know I walk slew foot anyway. So I had to put mm-hmm. them like my uh, my pinky toes and and my this toe right next to my big toe. I all right. have blisters on that toe for some reason. On those toes, it's just about knowing that. And, I mean, and go ahead. that's important. That it's, that's and that's for me, important. I get when the, you know better, you do better. It's it's a I don't know because I'm talking to myself here. I don't. I, 
it's not like I want to get it done every two or three weeks, but you know, I know that no, 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 no. taking care of my, my good hygiene is important, but there's a difference between good hygiene and it, I don't know. That's just a difference for me. Maybe it's just okay, how so I was raised. You, you try to open I'm gonna me give up. You an example. Okay. For me, I'm a one man. Yeah. The the pedicure and the manicure stuff is automatic part of that haircut for men equipment. Mm-hmm. I got to have that done, right? Yep. Yep. For you, um, the the pedicure may be a every six month thing, or every okay. other month thing. Because it's not for you, it may not become your routine, which it, it don't have to be. But I think at one point in time, like everybody should get a massage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody should travel and everybody should at least get a pedicure. Okay. Everybody. Why why pedicure over manicure? Um, because manicures are automatically looked at it as a little feminine. Mm-hmm. For some hide in your shoes. But pedicures, that's the proven health benefit. Yeah. Manicures can be good for men, but most men feel like they're going to end up looking girly when they leave there. And well, that's, that's the thing. Good. And you didn't even have me looking girly. Absolutely but pe- not. But mo- no, females notice from across the room. Like, 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 even like now, nobody can see it, but like, they just regular. Like, I peel them off, you know, whatever, right? Keep playing. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, like, I wouldn't even be trying. I forgot I even got my, my nails shaped or whatever you did to them, right? Right. The girls would approach me and they're like, who did you get your nails done? And I was like, <laughs> and I didn't know how to feel, but I, I had, a, I had my out. I was like, no, my sister do nails. I was supporting her, but you know, I had to like yeah. dress it up. Right. But like you, I mean, you, you can tell a difference. And I, I noticed there was a dude I knew that a guy's eyebrows arched, but I said, we had that conversation. Okay. He, right. So he's like, I was like, you got unibrow or something? Like, you know, try, try to make it make sense. No, nah, bro. He said my eyebrows just get real bushy. I was like, okay. I've heard somebody say that before. I don't remember, but But how I know. bushy? I mean, it needs to be werewolfish before you get your eyebrows arched. Because that's a whole other monster. Well, if we say an arch <laughs> versus cleaned up. No, I like. I mean getting their eyebrows arch it wasn't like no perfect like woman's arch but you could tell but, like somebody yeah, had done this, something to if, it if a man starts to get to where this and this is connecting and stuff yeah. like that absolutely just clean it off right there because you can take a, a little guard it. or something they got little uh excuse me little shavers you can just get the bulk bulkness away yeah your own. yeah but when they start yeah. making a design i'm like bro and his was a design yeah, i'm just like bro nah. my I man like i don't want my man doing that yeah Mm-mm. that's a lot so no nah, that's a that's a bit much <laughs> Cause that means you're trying to give yourself shape. No. White, yeah, and it's now it's a part of your look, right? Yeah. It's like now that's, you. That's too centerfoldish. That's to why I hate dudes that do like this. I hate dudes like and I'm, I'm trying to say it on the record that they like they lick they uh I guess they milk yeah, like, their thumb they take their eyebrows and push them apart like that like what 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 is that for? I know I've never gotten it. I'm telling you, you gotta watch out for them signs. <laughs> Um, uh, so what, oh, you good? Yeah, I'm good. So what are some of the, I need, what are some of the hard stories that you've seen in the business? Like, what's a no-no? What, what are you going to like, what's a deal breaker? What can you like, I guess, turn people around for or what? Uh, you had to see something, right? Disrespect. Oh, okay. Like what? I don't like my time to be wasted. <laughs> Is they coming and acting crazy? Or? If you're late. No, mm. late. That's disrespect. That's the automatic. You don't give a damn about my time. Right. Like all this, you know, by me being appointment only, it, it's for a reason. It's not because I want to be hard on people or just don't want people A lot of people think that's like being bougie or you think you better than no, you but appointment only. No, but your time to yourself so you can do whatever it is you want to do within the time that you set. So, Deb, so, Deb, so with me, I'm, not, I'm sorry, cut you off. Go ahead. I, I don't really like appointment only barbers. Like, I get it now, like, a little bit, but it's like, what else? I guess it could be different with nails, but for a barber's perspective, what else are we doing right now? <laughs> like, how come, if you empty, I've had people turn me away sitting in there on Facebook. Nah, bro, you make an appointment. Because they got an appointment. 
Bruh. No, I mean, not even an appointment. I can even understand an appointment. I'm like, what time is the appointment? And he'd be like 30 minutes later. But it's just like, at what at what point do you stay hungry? Because if you if you need to, like, like one dude I knew, like, I think he like cut like Soldier Boy hair or something. I, I guess he had, a, he had a lot of contests. So he legitimately didn't need it. So like, but how do you, how do you, I don't know what's the word. How do you get to that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, we well, got somebody coming in new. Well, it just seems like you, it's like two sides to the service and it's like you, you the come up and then I, that I made it. Right. I don't, I don't feel that one. I've, I've, yeah. I've seen people once they like Nailtopia, you got your own spot on business, you CEO, right? At this point, you, you, you're in the made it category. So you should be acting stink according to what people are saying. So what keeps you from getting there? Because at any point in time, people can decide where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So you could clearly be up here today and tomorrow your attitude could kill all that. Yeah. You start, you, and you really have to stay grounded and humble in what you set out to do from the beginning. No matter how big you get, if you start to lose sight of the bottom where you started, you're, you can't. You can that's in anything you do. And I, I remembered, like I said, I remember not having no mm-hmm. clients. So I'm gonna cherish and appreciate the ones I have. Ain't gonna be no well, sorry dog, I can't do it today. Now you know, whatever, mm-hmm. because I didn't have you a year ago, or I didn't have you two years ago. And if you still here with me, I can appreciate you. Okay. Differently. So I don't wanna ever remember get to the that? point where I don't appreciate my So it's all mental. So it's like some people they might have like their first dollar, like right beside their station or just something that's like a reminder to keep them humble. Absolutely. I think that's, mind, a, that's a big topic my here. My mindset keeps me humble and just overall knowing where I came from yeah. and how quickly it can, it can be snatched from you by doing wrong, wrong move to one person. Mm, and then not a whole city, don't, just don't mess right. with the brand no more. I heard she did, she did. And now slowly people drifting away to somebody and, and honestly, I could truly jack people nails up, but if my attitude is right and I'm good to them, chances are I might have a better clientele than those that are super fire with a yeah. funky attitude. So what is that? I mean, so when do you have like your moment? Are you are you just kind of like that slight humble flex, right? So do you do you ever get to have that moment for you? This is a question. I do. I have it within the, uh, uh, in the humbleness of myself. Yeah. <laughs> You know, something that you get up in the you morning. Just, say, oh, yeah, I just started, just started my own business. Oh, yeah, I just got yeah. my own building now. You just kind of slight flex. I, I, I think you need that. It's a healthy amount of flex you it's need to have. It's a healthy amount of flex. <laughs> yeah, healthy amount of flex. That where I'm like, shoot, I got this going on. I I just came from this, and that's mm-hmm. a more sort of appreciation, but not nothing to get out of character and be like, I got this. You can lead a day. I don't need yeah. you. No, hell to <laughs> no. I never tell a client that I don't need I you. That. That's so, crazy. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> my motivation right now, like my favorite song right now is uh, Broken a Minute by Tory Lanez. That's my jam. <laughs> that is my jam. I'm talking about I had it on repeat probably for two days. Or ain't even like a two oh. minute song, right? So why we here? We here. <laughs> that we is here. hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Last night, I had to get in the car just to hear it the right way, man. Because the car speakers just give you that whole surround. <laughs> I ain't been... And the beat <laughs> drop. I ain't been broken. Oh, oh I ain't. you know what I'm saying? And, and so... my other amp. <laughs> huh? So I played that one. Now I've added that one. Okay. And my other one is Win by Jay. Oh, uh, Rock. Jay, Jay Rock. Dun, win. Dun, 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 dun. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Yeah, it made me remember um, back when I was staying in Birmingham over at Homewood. uh, I was broke. (laughs) Rent went number at six hundred dollars. I'm talking about, and I would I would literally go talk to the the uh, manager every day just so just in case I ain't had the money, I knock on like a window. Hey, you know I'm checking my mail or something, just so she could maybe look out for me one day because I didn't know a lot of times uh, where the money was was gonna make. And when me, when me and Tiana started dating, I said maybe like six months into it, and this is coming from Leroy's son, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. I had to borrow $200 to pay my rent one time. And she just, and, it, and it, you had killed me. 
it destroyed that moment killed me. I think that's probably the only time I ever borrowed money from. I'm see, I don't, I don't think I ever borrowed money from family. Probably from dad, right? But um, that's beside the point. The point is, from a man's perspective, I had to get money from my girl. Right. Right. I'm saying I was walking to work because I didn't even work a mile away. I had I could walk up the street because that the Honda at the time like it wasn't even working. Like it would overheat. So I'd probably drive a good mile and a half and it started overheating instantly. It took me like I I think four hours to get to your house one day. (laughs) And it was a four twenty minute drive because I had to stop and I had it strategically planned. I had to stop at like a regions here or Exxon there and I had like four uh jugs of water yeah. in my trunk yeah, and I would boy. pour it into, in, in there and so like I, that was my normal though right I would make do I think all I had in my refrigerator or in my kitchen was a bottle of jack some chicken some ramen noodles I always had to have that <laughs> and then that was that was my norm yeah and so when she got there we kind of started getting better like I mean I'm glad that I was able to do that help but I vowed then I said I'm never it took a lot Ever. oh my goodness it took a lot for me to get there, uh, but I said, I'm never gonna. I'm, I'm never gonna feel like that ever again in my life, and that, no. that's that's kind of like one of my pivot points. So when I heard that song, I was like, "Dang, I ain't been broken." <laughs> I was like, "I ain't." And so, but it wasn't like a, a flex or nothing. I'm blessed for sure, but it was like, man, sometimes it takes those moments to put you, put it into perspective. And it's kind of like when we and listen. so you can see how blessed you are. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's only certain stuff you can remember as a child, right? And those yeah. are the, you might have yeah. got scared one time. Like, I still remember the Tower of Terror at Disney, Disney World. Disney Man, what? I don't know what it is. I remember getting on there. I, mean, I almost remember, like, all the little flicks they uh, played you and everything in there, but you never knew. Right. And But it's just certain stuff that sticks with you. And it seems like you have, I don't know, it's very rare. It seems like you have, like, the internal thing to keep you going or keep you humble mm-hmm. driven that a lot of people I don't out really don't even see much you know because I feel like you have that's how you know that should be confirmation that you are passionate about something because I've I've right. tried I've tried drawing I've tried I, I, I can cut hair I technically yeah I've tried doing all yeah. types of things but none of it ever stuck right yeah. and yeah. so for me it had to stick for me uh, doing this, running my mouth, had to see for me because I was like, man, I need a podcast or something. I even tried YouTube for a minute. I was making a little I remember that too. everything. And yep. so, so do you feel, what, 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 what really made you feel like this was where you needed to be? Or well, this is a career? You know what I'm saying? Like, prayer. Do you have to pray about it? Um, yeah, because I was just like, look, <laughs> I, I I talked to my nail friend and now my friend for real and I was like, look, I this ain't mm. working. It, it, I I done spent about a thousand dollars in nail supplies and I done made two hundred dollars this week. I just you know I can't live off of this. Yeah. I'm gonna have two hundred dollars in my pocket. I've spent a thousand. You supposed to and be my right. bills. <laughs> I still got bills, you know. Mm. And or you pay your boo friend or something. And mm. This, you know. And for that moment, for me, I was just like, why give me all this talent? I, ain't, I can't even make no money. Like, I, mm. I'm talented as hell. And nobody get to see it. And I'm tired of coming in and not getting nothing. So then I laid myself out for a while and just stopped going. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the heck I was making, but I was like, I'm not even finna take nobody. So what I got you back? So, I mean, was it a scripture? Did you have a dream? Because God talks to me in scripture. I wish he would talk to me in dreams because I dream every night. But <laughs> he doesn't. I have dreams about superheroes all the time. But he, no, he had to, like, what got his, me going yeah. back was this person named Jennifer oh, Jones. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> She's turning now. Okay. She w- I was working at her salon in Centerpoint. And she hit me up and she was just like, I want you to come work in my salon and I want you to do my nails today. And I was just like laying across the bed, soaking in my own shit, mm. literally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you come to the house? And she's like, okay, I'm on my way. Send me the address. And I'm like, bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did her nails. She loved them. She posted me. And from that point on, yeah. 
people's like, oh, I'm finna book with her. And my books was filled up in no time. I'm like, oh my God, I got to turn somebody away. Wow. Already. Already. I was over there. So, and I'm like, that one person, the prayer, mm -hmm. the person, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You say a prayer. And no, it wasn't like instant gratification. It took about a couple of days. But when she hit me up, I was just like, You knew that was what it was. Me? Yeah. Okay. And half the time I'd be posting sets mm. that wasn't my, they was my nails of Kayana hand. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, I, it was so important you about know? having you on. And this is the first thing I thought about um, was people underestimate the grind, right? People underestimate the early mornings, yeah. the late nights. And I think we need more examples of this, not of the accomplishments, but I need to see a video of somebody like struggling. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not, an, it's not enough of that for me. It's, and, it's not because everybody sees the end results. Yeah. You know, and, they, and when the, you make the, it, they're going to swear up and down that you was an overnight sensation. And I wasn't. Mm. I wasn't. I, that's like I and a lot of people that are close to me knew the struggles. I, I mean, good God. Oh, let me tell you something. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, whoo, child. When you got your professional uh -huh. life going on, personal, um, any type of breakdown, when all hell breaking loose and all of them, it's yeah. kind of like, now, which one going to get the front seat today? Roll the dice and, and you kind of see their struggle there. Mm -hmm. Their struggle here, their struggle there. One of them you can't do nothing about. It's always one you ain't going to be able to do nothing about. And there's something you can do. And I knew I had enough oomph in me to say, you know what? This girl called me and believed in me enough. I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm going to get it. So how many? So I think I, I said about eight out of 10 people would have been like, no, nah, I'm good. And George would have been sad. And what was me? Yeah. You know, yeah, woe is me. I'm finna go on, mm. see if I can get my job back. I'm, you know, this is terrible. They were right. I should have never, Dang. I should have stayed. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it took it took that prayer and that person. And I and I tell her to this day, she can get whatever she wants because that mm. she did something for me at the time that when I said that prayer, it came full circle. And I was just like, I and she had to be obedient in that too. And she's right. Yeah. Right. Man. Right. Okay. You didn't have to do that. So, I know we, I know we had to be respectful of your time today. So, what was um, <laughs> what tips or knowledge can you drop for somebody who might be in this situation? And this could be for anything. Any profession. You, any profession. Yeah. What can you tell mm -hmm. the next person, or even tell the new podcaster? <laughs> right what what's what's important to remember because i mean you might the good thing about it I, I i don't feel like you think that you made it just yet because you always grinding so this is only the beginning right but in my eyes i'm like dang all right bet you know you you doing it you are what you that one percent and so this is from me looking on it's like what do you have what kind of advice do you have for somebody who might be interested, even in doing nails or just to grind or like the business out of it or just however you want to take it. Or give hmm. advice or give advice to your, your younger self. So the younger mo money the brand. <laughs> younger self, baby. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. But stay grounded. Mm -hmm. And if anybody know the upbringing, especially you, you know it firsthand. We ain't come from no quitters. Mm-mm or no self-pity, or none mm -hmm. of that. You know, if there's a problem, we dwell on a solution, not the problem. Okay. That key number one, you dwell yeah. on the problem, it'll stay there. But if you start looking at the problem or the obstacle, the obstacle is this small once you start thinking of yeah. how to get over it, you know? Mm -hmm. And your, um, your vision gets bigger when you start... Um, focusing on the outcome and not the issue. You know what mm. I mean? Um, and honestly, prayer, I, I didn't, at first I used to be like, hey, I'm going to pray when I'm ready to pray. Yeah. I don't want to pray. Now it's necessary. Because <laughs> it ain't, yeah, I ain't nothing in it. Uh-uh. And then I started to say, you know, 
hmm, I'm thankful for all three of my clients. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And then I went to the next phase and it was almost like, okay, you gave me that little bit. I appreciate it. Now you're giving me a little bit more. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, um, and always keep finding a way to reinvent yourself. Cause you could have got the big head once you got that, that plug or that, that look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And tried to flip it and make it seem like, but you stay humble. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. You reinvent yourself and you always know that you can be better than you yesterday. Mm, so your podcast man. could be taken off, but you can be better than you were on the first season of your podcast. I know. Because what you're going to do is this time, <laughs> not only am I going to have people on, I'm going to have some sound effects now. You know what I'm saying? I know. My, and listen, I know. say that all the time. Have, I need a sound engineer. This is rough. <laughs> Well, it's no, gonna be like need, twenty minutes with some applause. <laughs> you know what is it? Um, DJ Mustard and all them. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I got people helping me out, but ultimately, yeah. it's um the buck stops with me. And so, like I always tell my friends, I say, you know, I want, I always want to work with the spirit of excellence. I don't care if I have to go above and beyond just for one sound effect or one guest or whatever else. Like even now with the Zoom call, I wanted to do this in person, obviously. But I said, I want to do the best that I can. Even if it's not, quote unquote, up to par to what a podcast should be, it's still the best that I can. I'm still putting good stuff out there. That's awesome. I'm going to put some applause right here, too. (sighs) Uh, Any any (laughs) last thoughts when we get to the last section of our podcast? Um, no, I think that's really it. I, I think, uh, positive affirmations to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you should write them down. Um, I do. I write them down. Yes. This is a plug for anybody as well. Write your, write them down. Look at them. Write them down. Put a sticky note on your steering wheel. Have it all, you know, it's just like Wherever learning, you need to. It's just like learning a new then, language. And then when the goal seems to be, break it down. Yep. That's real. And, and conquer head on. Like and, and procrastination gonna be your enemy if you let mm-hmm. it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. It will eat you alive. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So the last um section or the I guess part of the podcast, I always end with a scripture. Okay. Whoop. I'm usually coming out of the English standard version, but I decided to be different, come out of the new international version. Okay. I'm always, okay putting plugs in just so you can go to different, you know, uh, things. I always tell people to, when you read the scripture, I was reading two different, two other translations. That's just my own Absolutely. thing. Anyway, so it comes in, this is John, not first John, but John, the 16th chapter, 33rd <laughs> verse. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace yeah. in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. And it has the exclamation point. I have overcome the world. Now, that's a mm. ball scripture, okay, for, for a lot of reasons. I feel like it's, and I'll give you my explanation, and obviously I'll ask you, you know, what you think about that, as you kind of mm. chew on that for a minute. So the, I call this one of my yin-yang scriptures because it starts off with peace, love, kindness, right? You know, you get in that word. Up. But then it bosses up. <laughs> he Towards the up end. real quick. Balance is so important, you know, and yeah. it's kind of like everything we talked about today. Uh, you have to... Um, maintain grab hold on to your peace right before yes. anything because you can't yeah. be successful great with anything and also take heart right and it's a reason it, it's i, I looked yeah. up an article one day it's only so many times that the bible even uses an exclamation point in the bible you have you look at that it's, it's crazy um you have overcome the world um and we can just apply that to anything we want to but we have the opportunity through jesus through prayer you know meditation mm-hmm through staying through that grind right because it's not mm-hmm. i'm not doing it i don't have what i have on my own nobody has what they have on their own it's recognizing that and giving glory to god and staying right. humble through the the mountain so what does that kind of mean like for you and i'll let you go um the scripture for me really can't explain what we were just talking about take yeah, heart right? all this <laughs> out in the world literally take it to heart mm-hmm However, 
I've already conquered all that for you. Mm. I've already done it for you. But as you go upon it, just know that I've already done it. That's good. So to me, that says, <laughs> speak me and you can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I got from that. Oh, that's it's what's heavy. up. That's, that's, that's real heavy. heavy. Okay. Right. So tell us your IG, tell us your social medias. Uh, what can they okay. reach you if they in Birmingham? I'm sure if you're paying enough, she'll come travel after this coronavirus over with. <laughs> Man, <laughs> hey, hey, plug. I'm definitely willing to travel to any state on tour as long as so I can get me at least 10 people. Okay. You heard it here first. Okay. You heard it here Anywhere. first. Anywhere. So if I'm a fly out, I need to work my while now. Correct. All right. Okay. Any nail techs out there, salons wanna want want me to drop in, I will. It's a lot but of people. It's least. a lot of people that got traveling uh, MUAs, nail techs, barbers, yeah. everything. So it's and possible. I definitely travel. That's what's up. I, oh, and speaking of travel, the biggest pivotal point for me was when Fantasia hit me up, her crew. What? Yeah. You should have started with that. What? <laughs> I did, hey, I just thought about it. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, her, her crew hit me up in 2016, and she was ready for me to make a move. Um, and they ended up rushing to Birmingham a little late on the flight, mm -hmm. and um, we didn't have time to do it. You know, they had. To, she was like, "We got, we about to do sound check, so I don't think we're gonna have time." But the fact that you was on best feeling in the world. Oh man, yeah. I was on the man. Look, you got your blue check, dog. That was. <laughs> That's awesome. That was beautiful. But yeah, um, I'm so, available on yeah. every social media platform. Mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, anything. Moni, M-O-N-I-T-H-E, brand, B-R-A-N-D. Moni the brand. Moni the brand. Um, my website for booking and inquiries is monithebrand.com. Fire. And of course, Nailtopia. Got the shirt it's on. Available. Bet. Love it. Available on. Facebook. That is awesome. I'm going to have to get me one. Bet. I ain't scared. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I'm going to get the shirt. That's what's you gotta up. Get one. You got to get one. Uh, let me and, just and say, for, go ahead. On the back it says, my sister does nails. I'll take it. That was to be good. <laughs> It'll look good with the tattoos anyway. It's going to pop out. Well, yeah, that's why people know you just ain't not here with no Neotopia shirt. I'm supporting my sister. I'm grown. I don't care. I know that. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank I you for letting me take right. some, this hour or whatever. I um, appreciate your day. You. I love you. You're awesome. You're a queen. I love you. You're, You're a awesome. boss. You're a king. You are You're all that. Boss. And a bag of chips. And a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you heard it here first. Right, you heard it here first on No Tag Talk. Thank you, Moni, Moni the brand for coming on. Um, as always, thank you Much for having us on No Tag in your life. Much love. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.